So no, man, seven grand plus I got to buy that stupid Lycra polo shirt that that's overpriced. Oh yeah, I got to buy the slacks and the shoes. No. What a charade. Man, well, then I need a membership to be with other sad idiots. Then you have to be quiet. Then I got to shut up. Yeah. Then you have to be- I got a lot of shit to say. fucking quiet. Yeah. No, I'm good. You're like, I'm, last I heard, when people have a good time, there's noise. I don't know. Right? I mean, I, I personally agree. Right? It's got to be noisy. It's got to be noisy to have a good time. It's got to be noisy. Otherwise, why, why, why even- Why even- okay. Yeah. It could be super- That's super suggestive well, we, too, but can, I'm not- We, we can go to the there. Met. Well, why do we need to be doing this? Conversation here. Yep. Kept it. Kept <laughs> Funny seeing you here. Welcome. Early. Yes. Hello. <laughs> it's like welcome back. We we didn't know you were here. We're. Uh, oh, that, I could taste the aspartame. Uh, the hill going. You taste the aspartame, Josh. Was oh, it the fourth fourth ingredient? Should we tell the people what we found out about aspartame? Or well, what you found out? What I found out about aspartame. <laughs> well, Turkey Hill, if you're listening. We still welcome your sponsorship and we'll continue to, uh, shall we say, plug your products as though you were actually paying us. However, scientifically speaking, there is, shall we say, what's the word? Reservations? Uh, reservations. Reservations? Uh, reservations. Which a reservation could have conservation. Yes. But there are reservations about sure. the health of aspartame. Like Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. Indeed. That was sad. Was sad. That was really sad. What happened to him? Very crazy backstory about that. I actually do want to get into mental health today. I have okay. a few we'll ideas. talk about that. Well, it wasn't necessarily mental health. I think it was addiction, substance abuse, cycles of abuse. I guess there's a mental health component to it. Why? Can we finish about aspartame? Yeah. Let's so anyway, just really quickly, like Turkey that. Hill, this is not directed towards you or your products. Um, Aspartame, as it relates to sugar, essentially, there was a New England Journal of Medicine article where they found that aspartame, first of all, biologically works totally different. The breakdown, the chemical reaction. Oh, sure. That's the whole point. Right. So that's why technically there's no calories. Right. So the first half of the article was explaining how essentially it, it doesn't react like sugar reacts. So we don't expect to find the same results. And then essentially sure. what they found was the mice that were heavy on sugar um, were lethargic. Sure. Right. They I mean, sort of just yeah. became bedridden and, and comatose. Sure. Uh, a few of them actually just went into comas, just comat out on sugar. Sure. But none of the aspartame mice showed any sign of, of anything lethargic. Um, they sort of just lost their nuts. Yeah, because they're not getting the quote unquote deleterious effects of, of sugar. But that's not to say, though, that there aren't other negative effects of a synthetic sweetener. Okay, my question on a very basic level is how much of this is, is false marketing? Like when you say five calories, you're telling the truth. But if the FDA is But looking, the sugar taste equivalent, is that what you're saying? Would yeah. be way more calories? Yeah. Well, that's the whole allure of a diet beverage. My point is, is it hasn't turned into a public outcry like sugary beverages have. Do you remember- Do, do you think it merits public outcry? That's my question. Does it merit public outcry? I thought my headphones were playing music. It's just some jackass outside. 
Dude, we should close the window. Can we tell him we're recording? I don't I'm think he cares. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> I do think Keep we should. Keep it down. We're recording. No. Yeah, let's close the window. Should we All pause right. for a window break? Yeah. I mean, we'll just. Boom. It's a beautiful day, by the way, in New York City today. Let that be known. What? All or nothing, man. It's all or nothing. Yeah, it's all or nothing. Boom. Go all in. All right, so Mike, I, I guess you just to wrap this up, down like you were ready to talk, yeah, dude. We're, we're you, like you've you been hustling all night, coming man. to the table. I have been for the for, for the people out there. John really, really, really went a long way to make this happen. It's Sunday, twelve fifty three p.m. Middle of the day on a Sunday. We, I got, I got a lot of people on hold here. So let's get it going. You know. You guys should appreciate us for being here is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> We're making, it's not whether they should appreciate us or not. <laughs> I guys, think it's the fact that I, I'm trying to stay true to our, our verbal commitment to each other to kind of make this happen. Indeed. So Indeed. whatever and, that means. Yeah. And without it, honestly, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. It's a lot of There's reflection. something good about this. Yeah. I, I think it's therapeutic because we, we, we say all the shit that's just sort of that you can't festering say in our brain. During the day. Yeah. You already got people hitting you up. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I just, just to finish this up, my, my only thing is, um, if it's not, if it doesn't merit a public outcry or are we just early? That's, that's right. my, my question. It, is the, is the Bloomberg, you know, soda ban going to be the aspartame ban in like 10 years or is, is it just not a big deal? Do you need to get that? It's, we no, can it's pause fine. it. We can seriously pause We're good. it. Okay. Um, so th- that's my only point. Anyway, it's been going on with you, bro. Oh yeah. Same old, same old, yeah. you know. I had a couple things I wanted to bring up. Mm. I'm going to start with the heavy one first. What's that? There is an article in Esquire, mm-hmm. which I'm actually I'm actually going to read it to you. Um, but there's a, a couple of things. So, you know what? Let me start with the Times article that I wanted to, that sure. I wanted to talk about because I think this really dovetails into so much of what we talk about on a greater scale, and I think really it should be discussed. So there's an article in the Sunday Times. Uh, it's an opinion. It's called, uh, the, it, it, its title reads, My Daughter's America and Mine. This country will be a homeland for her in ways it never could be for an immigrant like me. So it's a, a, sure. a Jew who immigrated from the Soviet Union, I believe in Belarus, um, in 1988 when he was nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talks about the feeling of being an immigrant and he came with his parents and he talks about the feeling of him essentially being an outsider right? and how he always had this vision of going back to Europe and Europe accepting him. Like mm-hmm. he always felt like a man without a country, right? right. Because he, he had to run away because of the anti-Semitic persecutions and behaviors and ethos in, in one part of the world. And he mm-hmm. came to America where essentially he wasn't really a citizen, right? And immigrants... This is a common sentiment. Sure. Him, right. Okay. So now he has a daughter mm-hmm. and he's writing a, to his daughter, essentially just, just to recap this, this guy who is a uh, immigrant mm-hmm. who emigrated here with his, with his parents. He's been here for, I think 15 or 20 years. He's a man without a country and he's, sure. he, mar- he marries an American woman mm-hmm. uh, and he has a daughter. And right. He says, and I quote, without effort, Agnes, his daughter, mm-hmm. will feel a sense of belonging in America, in America of the kind reserved for those who live in the place where they were born. I want her to. It's the thing I've missed most sorely in my life and surely part of the reason I married an American woman free of the complexes bequeathed by my home culture. Mm. But it's the first division between me and my daughter, and and it has made me wonder whether he can, we can heal it. I want Agnes... <laughs> 
Mm, excuse me. Yeah. This is, this is the line I really want to talk about. I want Agnes to know what exile is for all its discomfort. Firsthand experience of being an outsider is a shorter route to empathy than even the most well-meaning imagination. And the rejection I've experienced has fostered the resilience. That's one of my most valued possessions. Wow. So first of all, beautifully written, but I want to talk about that. I want to really, I really want to, I really want to get into this and I want to make it as personal as possible for me mm-hmm. anyway. When he says rejection, no, for all its discomfort, firsthand experience of being an outsider is a shorter route to empathy than even the most well-meaning imagination. Of course. So empathy is a big thing. I think right. empathy is the core of, of so much of what we talk about. Mm. And I, I just think in our case, like as children of immigrants, I think we have more empathy than, yeah, than a lot of other folks. That might be true. And it's righteous and sort of, I don't know what the word is. Like uh, virtue signaling, like we're so empathetic. Yeah, it's virtuous. It's humble bragging. Well, oh. it's sort of the opposite of empathy to brag about empathy, if you think <clears throat> about it. Well, fair. So I get that. that That's not lost on me. But if we're just being honest and open for a minute, the fact is being an outsider teaches you that it's you against them. <laughs> right. Right. You can, you can, you feel for a little bit more for, uh, someone that might be having a rough time, but you also understand that having a rough time is sort of the, the norm. You sort of get, you sort of, you're growing up. I just always thought that struggling is part of the deal. I thought that that was how it was supposed to be. It never, right. it never occurred to me that. So at the very moment when things will get easy for you, if you keep that struggle mentality up. You're going to kill it. Right? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Because your standard of being an outsider, the, the, <coughs> the, whenever it is, when you're in the minority group or you're in the out group, you're always pushed to survive to work harder. Right. So then when you get something out of it, right. it's, it's more appreciable. It sets you up for another thing to keep chasing it and keep chasing right. it. Right. You sort of, you know that that's what the, how it's supposed to happen. Right. And that's the only way to succeed. You just claw. You just. You, <laughs> just tooth and nail. Tooth and nail, man. The only way to climb is. But uh, going back to what about some groups, though, that historically have been oppressed that just tooth and nail climb and claw, but still have huge disparities. What do you mean? Sort of, I don't know, uh, when you look at things like uh, racism and things like that, where if you look at historically wealth distribution and things like that, mm-hmm. there. let me play the other side of my normal conservative self. Uh, usually, you know, white men have most money. Mm-hmm. Just That's a fact. Everybody, like, that's, that's a fact, fact, I think, that's right? Where, wherever is. you lie, it's like, that's where the money's Absolutely. at, right? Absolutely, yeah. So that being Old said, white men are... Yeah, that's who everybody run, yeah, else. That's yeah. who controls the money. Um, and young white men in today's world. But anyway, go ahead. Sure. But um, I don't know uh, where I was going with that thought. When yeah, you, look you at were the, playing the other side. Yeah, you were, you were just right, playing, playing empathy. Side. So when you see... We can pause if you need to. Uh, my fucking God. We can pause. 
Work don't stop, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. all I have Hustle to say. Don't stop. The hustle I, I, I does think not that's stop. Exactly what, my goodness. But, Sorry, I'm. I sound so spacey because I'm literally trying to juggle like 17 thoughts in my head right now. All right. That's what right. I want to say here and be honest. What I have to do for several other things that I have to do on the side. It's silly. So let me highlight what just happened. Go ahead. You are here at the opportunity cost of like four other things, which means that you have at least four or five other things that are important going on. Okay. Sure. You're in your mid twenties. A lot of people in their mid twenties today don't have that sense of purpose and that sense of drive or that sense of, I don't know if this is doing. And I think that that's what we're talking about. I think you're making your own point in real life. Wow. Mind blown. I I really do think that's, that was really meta. I really do think that's what just happened. Wow. Didn't think of it like that. Yeah. But I got like lost in the juggle though. I don't like that. Like that, like, I can't function. Like I'm, I'm cause I, I blanked out. I was like literally thinking four or five different thoughts at the same time. I'm like, this is impossible. Mind overload. I don't have the bandwidth for that. Are we like, but that's what is happening in today's world. There's just so much that I think the information that we have has outstripped our brain's ability to compute it all at the same time. And that's not a healthy way to live for a long term productive society. So that's a really astute point. And this conversation is going somewhere else and I'm happy to take it wherever. I don't know. This is, this this is is kind of what we do. We ramble. This is better. This is better. But I'm going to give you the other two things. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 not at all. Let's, 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 let me talk about that for a second. I was reading, um, I was, uh, it was actually Joe Rogan. He, he was, he, he referenced a study on stress and he put it in the show notes and I actually read the study. Um, so I got into sort of the neuro, the neurobiological pathways of stress. Sure. And they basically found like the byproduct of stress. Like they basically found the organic equivalent of, of what is released when stress mm-hmm. is induced. And so that compound has been widely known for years. Right. But they essentially found how this compound is linked to like seven other factors, aging, sure. depression. They, sure. they basically like were able to connect all these pathways and they said, look, this compound is the here, 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 and here, and here's the common denominator. And right. someone had this, you know, wrote this and dude, aging, I mean, to an extent where like <laughs> truly they found that it, it ages you like years. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like you, you, you truly are older than you are. Look at, look at all those crazy pictures of presidents before and after. And that it's was the first years, thing they talked about. On and the it's pod. like, yeah. oh really? Okay. Yeah. That's a first, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like Obama. That's what Joe was said. a yeah. freaking young, like hip dude. Like he had like a golden patina. Like this was he Obama. Glow. He had a glow. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards you're like. Damn, bro. He like he looks like a grandfather. I still love him. He still looks good, but he looks, he looks better, honestly. But yeah. still, but almost st- like, yeah. I'm like Denzel Washington aging. Obama before and after has yeah. to be an internet like sort it's of. It's got to be. That's got to be. Yeah, that can't be an original thought. Look at this, John. I mean, look at that. Man. Wow. I mean, here he looks like. See, but they're playing some bullshit here because one of them is like a presidential headshot and the other one's like a mid-action smirk. So, oops. So it makes them sound older. They look older, sound older right. in pictures. Yeah, because we're on the internet. I can't, the tenseness is... We're on the internet and that's what the internet's going to do also. There's Photoshop. So I guess... No, I'm not even saying Photoshop. I'm saying selective 
pictures, right? There's a reason why the stock is a professional like headshot, right? It's not like That's with true. your bros in Cancun, <laughs> send us a picture. He's not throwing down brewskis with yeah. like Richard Branson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same fucking person, just how it's presented. To but you. he's living his best life now. You see all these photos of Obama just, you know, on an island somewhere with Richard Branson, like literally. Why not? He's living his best life. Enjoy it, man. Um, he earned it. That's for sure. They all do. You know what? For all the crap that people give him, the thing I, the thing that I would say about him, and I don't know where you stand, but the thing that I would say about Obama is that, look, he wasn't with, he wasn't without his mistakes and his faults, but he meant well. He, he wasn't. Yeah. He seemed like he meant well. Yeah. He, he had it like, I feel like he was on our side. I feel like he would listen. I feel like he really did get stonewalled by the Republicans. I mean, you cannot deny that the oh, Republicans sure, for just sure, for sure grind halted this guy. I mean, just put him through great the great unity. Grinding. Great. There was great unity on display, but you must admit yeah. that he had a really rough go of it. That's fair. He did. And he got up every yeah, day, but man. He had so many things to go a rough go. Never mind being president. Then you throw in the whole race component and the historical significance of that. That is unbelievable. He got a lot of extra shit he didn't need to, he didn't deserve from the right. But every day, man, he got up, he went to work, he truly cared about the American people and he thought he can make, he he really just tried to make it work Yeah, and he got some shit done. And to me, like the shit he got done, even Cuba, like take something as simple as Cuba. That was good. Cuba was a big deal and no one really cared because it just was on the back end. Fucking Cuba and Obama. What do I got to (laughs) do? You're like, like, no, that's pretty huge. But something small, like, you know, that's not small. That's, that's pretty big. I feel like there needs to be more of that. Yeah. But really that like residual over. And I think Trump got a guy who's like, yep, well, good. It didn't matter because once the narrative of Trump came, who cared about, who cared about Cuba, man? Cuba's a spec, right? I mean, we're we're here. The amount of noise that man has made. It it, it doesn't matter anymore. Like the man, the, the amount of political noise that man has made is unbelievable though. If you think about it, there's probably not a more talked about president in his time than him. But that's what goes back to bandwidth. Yeah. He's just eating up the bandwidth. We don't have the bandwidth, dude. Exactly, man. Yeah. It's so great when we spitball it. it I love it. it. Yeah. Just free bomb. This is like, this is how we started. This is, this is where it's, but anyway, no, let's finish this. Cause this is a, 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 an important conversation. He exceeds our bandwidth. We don't have, dude, people don't care about Mueller anymore. Like who cares? Dude, we're living like it's the two same. hours from now. We're not even like, we're just, everything is in the future. It's Think crazy. about what the Mueller report should be. It should be Watergate on steroids. It, it, it should make every other political scandal seem like nothing. It should. Yeah. If you really, truly understand what was at stake here, mm. if he came out with a jackhammer and was like, dude, this man is a treasonous, rebellious. If he just came out and like literally made this guy Benedict Arnold, just the worst guy That's ever. crazy, though. That's if, crazy let's just say talk. it happened. Just think about it. I don't think that's the truth. I think that's... Not far from the truth, but I don't think that's the truth. I don't feel that he should be on trial for this at all. Mm. But anyway, what was my, my point is this. You, we don't realize how big this could have been. And the fact that people really don't care about it anymore, including people like myself who are politically educated, right. t- tells you that's it's gone, man. It doesn't matter anymore. We all live in our silos. We're all on our teams. I heard somebody say this the other day. He said, it's like Yankees and Red Sox fans. Red Sox fans don't become Yankee fans when the Red Sox have a bad season. It's not how it works. 
Like just because there's yeah. a bump in the road, right? Sticking to your team, baby. Exactly. It doesn't really matter if it's you have a bad homie. season, does it? You're showing up for opening day next year. You're buying your $6 hoagie. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's just, well, not sick. More like 16. And 60, yeah, six. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted or, to say what 16. Are the, what are the, <laughs> what's the LaGuardia? How much is a croissant? Oh cost? my God, dude. Did you, did you, did you look at that? We should pull that I think up. You, did you send it to me? I, I did send it to you. Um, for, you know what? For those, for those of you who maybe are intelligent and don't waste your time with cannon fodder, like what a 15-year-old politician has to say about croissants at LaGuardia, I feel like we should maybe tell the people a little bit here. Go ahead. Um she tweeted, croissants at LaGuardia are going for $7 a piece, all caps. The New York Democrat tweeted, yet someone people think, yet some people think getting a whole hour of personal dedicated human labor for $15 is too expensive? Question mark, question mark, question mark. First your, of all, it's not thought. personal. Second of all, it's not dedicated. That sounds like you have a personal valet, valet and an attending or a secretary at your every whim. Yet some people think getting a whole hour of personal dedicated human labor for $15 is too expensive. That is the tweet. I want to hear your thoughts. But like, really, that's just, a great buy the way she's selling it. Go ahead. I personal just, and dedicated. Two minutes. Just tell me your thoughts. Human. What, what was the wording? Personal and dedicated human. Yet some people think getting a whole hour of personal dedicated human labor for $15 is too expensive. Question mark, question mark, question mark. What a bargain. But she's selling something that is not the case. She's, she's putting minimum wage as personal and dedicated human labor. It's human labor, yeah, obviously. That's, but it's not personal and dedicated. If you're asking for personal and dedicated human labor, you're, what you're asking for is like a contractor or someone like a valet, an attendant, uh, a concierge that's there to every whim. Okay, vernacular aside. That's not vernacular. That's her overselling it to make her political point. Second of all, Wait, hold at on, a croissant, no. and the economics of the croissant game there is you're a captive audience, just like you're at a ball game, just like wherever else you go, where it's like, you know, you got to pay for drinks at like a ridiculous amount of money, but you know that that's the whole point. You don't go to that event saying I'm starving. I, I need to haven't eaten in weeks. So I'm going to the ball game to go buy an overpriced <laughs> hot dog. God damn it. <laughs> Nobody thinks like that. If you think like that, you're the problem. <laughs> okay, dude, I totally agree with everything you said, but let's Little just, rant aside anyway. No, no, I actually agree with literally everything, but so let's, okay, let's talk about what's most important. Can I use some of my bandwidth to send off some texts real quick? Absolutely. I'm just going to talk to the audience. For, Are you data throttling me right now? You're, this is like... <laughs> oh, did they unthrottle <laughs> you? Did you get it resolved? Yeah. What happened? Did you call them and oh, just I, blew? Oh, I dropped the hammer on him, bro. I was on the phone with Richard... Uh huh. From where? Right, let me, just, not let me just tell the people what happened. John is on an AT and T plan. He's grandfathered in. He had unlimited data, and AT and T is obviously notorious for throttling data. And John was throttled, and he called them, and he blew a gasket, and they gave it back to you. They're just like, "You're back in." Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. All right. Anyway, Sorry, you, no, no, no. Do, 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 do you want me to contribute right no, now? Or I don't. I don't. You're covered. I mean, I had a question for you directly, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to move on to my point. Certainly. Certainly, her comparing the captive audience scenario of being in an airport to the labor market on a grand scale is 
to say the least, an extremely, extremely poor use of analogies. I don't know what what the, the, the term is, but whatever she's doing to compare A and B, there's no, you, you cannot draw that connection. That relationship really does not exist. That being said, when you say personal dedicated human labor, if you work 40 hours a week for an employer, that really is kind of personal and kind of dedicated. I see her point there. It, it is true that... I bet you a small business owner will pay you better than any large chain would for personal and dedicated labor at the business because you make a personal connection with a small business owner. You don't make a personal connection with fucking McDonald's. That's why McDonald's and large chain corporations are not personal with you and you're not dedicated to them, unfortunately. You can try to be dedicated and climb their scheme, but the whole point is that their marketing for their climbing of the ladder is that they need cheap entry employable labor. Definitely. But what about it's if you do work for a small unskilled. business? I hate to be so mean, but if you do that for no, a small no, I business, understand. the small business is more likely to be like, hey, you know what? You're helping us grow. You're doing it. You're making yeah. moves. We'll pay you. And I'll, I, I blatantly is, will say that as an employer too. Right. So if someone comes to work for your, your company. Yeah. If I see that they're hustling and doing it, I'm going to give them a raise. I don't know who's at McDonald's going to give them a raise. The no, manager, I understand. I understand. I totally I the agree. There. So let's yeah. talk about small businesses for a minute. Someone who, uh, you know, so... In the restaurant business, someone who wants to come work for you, let's say they're not a manager. Let's say they're they're basically just a waiter. Can a waiter really rise to like manager if he does a great job? Where? At your place? Yeah. Absolutely, right? So that's pretty personal and it's pretty dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. So she has a point about personal and dedicated. Yeah, but also there's 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 tips to be considered as well. Okay. Okay. Let's because uh, obviously then you're going into the economics of, of waiting, but even still, fifteen dollars an hour for waiting—that's getting paid very handsomely, considering tip money is involved as well. Yeah. Well, let's just say including tips. Not, I mean, it's including good. Tips. We have waiters that we take care of them, and, and bar staff, and things like that, and yeah. kitchen aides, and yeah. and cooks and stuff. But for entry work, no, you you have to prove your stripes to. to right. They to, prove your stripes. Sure. To get. So over time get you get a, a waiter who comes in. He's a great hustler. He's a great people person. He's the best waiter in the house. He consistently Meticulous gets the most tips. Comes in time. All he, time. he always yeah. gets the most tips from the customers. Yeah. That's, he's, he's personable. You want to say, you know what? Killing the game. You, you know what, Jack? You've been here four years. What if you manage the other waiters? What if you were the waiter manager? Not even, yeah, the way to the floor manager. What what if, you know what, you you get uh, in your business, 25, 30 an hour. Yeah, there's definitely a step Because you're killing up. it. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap on. You're my man. On. You're my guy. You're my here. guy. Yeah. You keep what percentage of the tips. I'm going to give you a salary on top of it. Healthcare is included. We're happy to have you on the team. We love you here. We hope you stay and you're happy. Right? So now you have a guy who busted his butt went to the next level is now went from making, I don't mean to be crass or, you know, suggestive here, went from making 45 grand a year to like, let's just say hypothetically 78 grand a year. Okay. Maybe he gets a nicer apartment. Maybe he pays back some loans. He's growing. So now he has loyalty to, you know, John K's restaurant, right? That's pretty personal. It's pretty dedicated. And he did get to 15 bucks an hour, 20 more minutes. All 20 right. more minutes. Let, let's just finish up here. So my point is this, that waiter who grew, who went right. to, okay. When he, day one, when he, when he worked in your restaurant, how much money was he making an hour? Real life example, real shit. An hour? An hour. Including tips or without tips? And what he takes home, his, his pay, including tips, money in his pocket before tax. Mm. 
Starting start day one. This guy who hustled. Does he gets tables or is he is he? He showed up day one. He he is he doing tables though or is he is he tables? He's doing tables. He's First day doing tables. First day doing tables. He's a hustler. You hired you hired him as a hustler to be a waiter. He came. This is the guy who rose and now is now the manager. An hour. Love Th- this guy that you hired. Yeah. How much makes an hour? Yeah. What season are we in? Are we in busy season, slow like, season? Just average just for average the whole year. The whole, the whole year? year. Um, starting out first year? Day one. The guy who rose to be the manager. When he started out, how much, how much yes, was he making? Yes, day one. How much was he making? Maybe like 16. 16 bucks an hour. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly. And he rose yeah. and now he's at 26. Yeah. Right, he's yeah. your manager. You love him. He, he's the first one in. He yeah. keeps the books well, clean as a manager, whistle. maybe more than twenty six, but yeah, sure. The guy who took the next step in four years, sure. every day for four sure. years, the, the fucking the best. Well, he's progressively getting a little bit more as I see him hustling more. Fine, either way. And then he took that step. You finally promoted him. Now he's in the next sure. level. He's still the best guy. He You're wins. acting like there's like legit levels. Like there is levels, but it's not like, congratulations, read the new manual on the next level of your training. But you know it's what like, I mean? Like you paid him to the next step. Yeah, he sure. now has more yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got Absol- more responsibility, Absolutely. which he's getting paid more for it. Absolutely. He's fairly compensated. But at the same time, but though, day net, one, he's getting a little more because he's got more to juggle. 100%. Yeah. But sure. day one, that guy was making 15 bucks an hour. More or less. That's her point. She has a point there, John. That's your point is that you should make 15 bucks an hour if you're busting your ass. That's that's all she's saying. And I don't disagree with that. That portion of what she's saying, I don't disagree with. Well, if you're busting your ass then, Josh, and you're providing services that are in excess of $15 an hour, you, you get $15 an hour? Well, what, if, what if there's another guy that gets paid base $15 an hour and he's way better than the other person that sucks that gets getting base pay $15 an hour? Is that fair? But that's not what she's saying. I, I don't understand where she's going. She's, she's just saying that personal, what was the word? Personal dedicated labor yeah. should be worth at least 15 bucks an hour. And she's right about that. Depends. Depends where you are. No, it all depends on what your living expenses are and where you are. $15 an hour in fucking middle of nowhere, middle America. It's a lot of money. That's fuckload of money. $15 an hour in Manhattan. To work as a bartender? Well, she's representing New get York. Get the hell out of she's here. She's representing New York, so you got you to give so her So everywhere in New York, $15 an hour. I think she's a representative of the Bronx and sure. clustering areas. The issue is... If I had to guess, I mean... I mean, we are due for a bump, but where's $15 an hour come from? You got to start... I mean, you got to put a number on it. That's how it works. 15 seems way too much for starting out. As you just told me that the, that the guy who showed up, who you had a, a need for, that the, the, the waiter that showed up day one, you he pay he gets paid fifteen dollars an hour. So you think I care about his well being and his interest to understand and be empathetic and pay him a little bit more maybe for his services or see that he has a relationship directly with me and and some loyalty to me and as I do him. So therefore, there's money given in in exchange for that as well. But you think McDonald's, a large-scale I'm not talking laboring, about McDonald's. I understand that, but the vast majority of people are em- employed by that. They're employed by large corporations. They're not employed by the small guy that cares for his people and his people care for him. All right. Fair point. You're right. So then... Fair point. You're right. 
Fair point. You know, it's, it's a totally different relationship. You're, right. you're, you're saying if we're talking about the whole thing, if the if whole thing one is of majority my McDonald's, I got has it. to request right. a day off to go take their kids to the doctor. I'm not going to be like, you're out of sick days. Sorry. Right. I'm going to be like, no, like, that's fine. You do that. I understand as your employee, as uh, your employer and you're my employee, like shit happens in life. No questions asked. Go ahead and do it. Mm. So you do that somewhere else, they're going to be like, oh, your sick time's up. What's going on? You're not performing. Oh, another excuse not to work, huh? Get out of here. We don't give a shit about you. You're replaceable. So to be fair to her, she did say personal dedicated service. Right. But so, what do you mean by personal dedicated service? Well, you're not You can't personal. exchange minimum wage for personal and dedicated services, though. Because minimum wage, most minimum wage jobs are not necessarily personal and dedicated services. Right. Maybe she doesn't mean those jobs. Maybe because she said personal dedicated, she meant the person who works at. I'm going to go on a limb and say that she means all minimum wage employees. Call me the evil guy that doesn't want to see growth. I think growth should be not be mandated by the government to where to go. Well, and grow. I agree with you there. Grow. It should be your hustle right. game and how much you sell yourself and what you bring to the table that should propel you. That's a whole other conversation that I happen, of course, sure. to agree with you. I'm, government, I'm sure I'm well aware that I'm sounding more like an asshole than usual now. No, you, but I don't think I, you're an I asshole. I drastically disagree I don't think with you're the whole asshole. concept. I don't think it, government has no right to regulate on a general scale how much money a person can and should make. I agree. They have no right. On the low end, it's actually on the part, high end, on the medium end, anyone. It's actually part of the First Amendment of the Constitution if you really drill down to it, that the government should play no role in the capitalistic tendencies of the market. You got to let the market be the market. I mean, no one believes that more than me. I'm a purist when it comes to this shit. Like, absolutely. Like you as a human should not have obstacles to do and sell your, to sell yourself to make money. Sure. That's it. That's government's job to make sure that if you want to, you can it's not government's job to make sure that if you don't want to, you can sit around and do nothing. Yeah. So you call me an asshole for that, but yeah, I agree. That's how I view it. So that being the case, I don't know what we, what, what, what the point was. We're getting passionate about things today and we're just tangenting. I love it. So if you work at McDonald's, yes, then you have a problem because it's not personal or dedicated, but the point is, but then some people do really bust their ass at McDonald's. That's my problem. I know. If you ever go to a fast food chain and like the people that are actually working there, they're like hustling. You're like, fuck, these people rock. At least I see that because I can tell. So then the question to me is not about McDonald's. But does the the company, the the corporate machine, do they realize that? First of all, I'm sure. First of all, yes, because I'm sure that there's, they, they really make probably more money idol. as a store. There is a, so there are managers at every one of these joints. I mean, right. And then there's gotta be one store where it's known to be like the more hustle spot than the other. And you're like, oh, those guys are lazy down the street. But if you go three blocks up, that place just. And because it, it is corporate, there are titles and there are levels. So I'm sure. But that being the case, the question to me is not about McDonald's. The question to me is... I'm using McDonald's as a fill-in for any large corporate entity. The question is not the corporate entity to me. The question is everything around the corporate entity. If you can't leave your corporate entity job because you don't have health care, and so you can't maybe take a risk, or maybe you don't have a car, and it's really hard for you to get another job, the reason why you don't have a car is because taxes are too high, and you don't have the ability to save a little bit of money every month. To me, like... And this isn't a conversation about 
one specific thing. To me, it's about everything else. Like if the social fabric doesn't allow you to quit your job at McDonald's for some reason that really is out of your control, that's the problem. You need the money. You just get caught in and you're like, I need, well, it's, it's similar. I, I hate to, to, to make this connection, but I just it's think similar it happens to people that get into illicit trade of whatever it is, farms, narcotics, uh, people. They, I don't think they all start like the vast majority of people. I mean, there, I'm sure there's some that romanticize and fantasize about it, but I don't think they all start and they're like, I'm going to be the next Scarface. I think they're like, I need the money to survive. There are a lot of people who can't miss a paycheck. Yeah. Like they will be evicted. Yeah. Their home, their apartments are paid for by the week. Yeah. If they don't make rent on Monday, they, they're thrown out. There are yeah. a lot of people who live that life. Yeah. And that's really unfortunate. You can't tell that person, go on an interview, take six hours off because you have to take a bus cross town and just run the risk that you'll have a job when you get back. You can't, a lot of people don't want to take that risk. Yeah, that's true. It's how it is, man. In a but, lot of, in a lot of this country. But what if they know that if they take that risk, they'll fail though too. They may very well know that they shouldn't take that risk and that they're really better off providing for their family or their children or whoever else is depending on them to stay at the Wendy's. And then just, they may be right in that. That's the problem to me there. is if you have to take a bus cross town and you might lose your job because of right. it, to me, that's the problem. Not that you don't want to work. And so there's a safety net. Right. It shouldn't be that you don't want to work. Right. You don't want to work. There should be no safety net. You work. You should be homeless. Yeah. You should I, be. I hate to say that, but. You should be homeless. But if you work. If you're healthy, willing and able to work and choose not to, there's, I don't know what, what place what you, you have in society. What are you doing Must be nice. <laughs> well, you can do How whatever do you, you want, but I, I shouldn't have to pay for it. I don't yeah. care what you, I mean, you could, you could have millions in the bank. Go sure. ahead. Don't work. That's don't fine. work. That's fine. You can have nothing in the bank and not where you live out of your car and just be happy. Yeah. But don't expect anything to be given to you. There should be no handouts. There's no, I don't understand the concept of a this handout. should be, if you're hustling and still struggling, a helping hand. Or at least not a deterrence or, or for a you means to, for you to climb. Yeah, absolutely. Not a deterrence is all I ask for from and government. An aid. Because it shifts everything upwards. But the way it comes across is, unfortunately, you're going to get all this for free. Vote for me. So I was actually listening to Pete Buttigieg. I'm sure you're familiar with him. I like that last name. I don't know who that is. Buttigieg. Really? You haven't, you no. haven't come across this gentleman? No, I don't know who. Uh, he, he's what was a, the last name again? Hear to me. Pete Buttigieg. He's Buttigieg. a gay. He's a gay. What, uh, what ethnicity is that? I, I'm not sure. Okay. A European of some sort. Uh, he's a gay mayor of somewhere in Indiana. Okay. Uh, he's, Sweet. he's, he's basically Beto on crack. He's like the more Beto Beto. Wow. Yeah. He's like the most Beto you Buttigieg. can Beto. Yeah. That's just a fun name to say. And he's just a, a small gay guy who's really, and I don't say that disparagingly, like he's, he's just a nice guy. Like he's truly Beto. Small, like you mean like short, right? Small, like just a, he's a very oh, short, like down to earth dude you'd love to get a beer with and talk about civics like he's just really smart and i think i know who you're talking about i just didn't recognize the, the name he's beto before he and he doesn't have like the beto sort of like yeah, yeah right sort of like that pop he's just right. a nice soft-spoken he's like yeah dude this is this is bullshit this is what i think and a lot of people are listening to him and he's and he's making a lot of sense people are like wait a minute this guy seems like just 
mellowed out. This guy just interesting doesn't have an axe to grind, doesn't have like a big platform, just is telling us what he thinks, doesn't think he even has a shot. And it's like gaining momentum. This oh, thing, wow, yeah, the Buttigieg, the Buttigieg, and he's he's going on all the shows, and everyone wants to know. I, what I don't he know what he stands for. I just like the name so far. So he he stands for a, a kind of universal basic income that would solve the problem we're talking about, but it does end up get, obviously because you're in that realm of politics, it does come across as giving people free stuff because to an extent you are giving people free stuff, right? And so he'll never get that sort of mainstream reliance but but so you're a proponent for universal basic income no i'm not i don't think it's possible i think that i think that's a fucking pipe dream i, I think it makes sense i think that in, in in a universe it could make sense i think if you are pregnant and like you, you, you don't want to work and you'd rather stay home and be with your kids i think society should pay you to do that i think there's a place for it it's a very specific example. Uh, there is a, There are places where universal basic income makes total sense. Yes, but that's a very, very specific example. There are very few. The vast majority. There are of very few are good not, examples. Right. <laughs> well, there very, you go. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are very few good examples, but they do exist. Right. So you got to spell out those really good examples because the vast majority of people are going to be like, yo, bro, I'm fucking 18 right now. I'm going to sit on the couch and play Call of Duty and smoke weed and get my 22 bucks a fucking hour of doing nothing. Yeah, that, that's, that's not a thing. There's no place for that in society. Right. Yeah. Okay. But that's going to exist, though, when you have something like that, inevitably. Well, that's why I'm not a proponent for universal basic income. Okay, thank you. Me neither. <laughs> well, that's why if, if you ask me, do you want it, I would I say, no, I don't want it. The majority of people that are going to be on universal basic income collecting that are not going to be the pregnant woman that needs to take, we'll say, not nine months off. That's really cutting it start to finish there. You know, we'll, a year off. <laughs> Maybe a year and a half off no, but Sir John, to be with child and, and come back. But there's Fine. A, there's a deeper conversation there. But because listen, the cost of, of, of if you're if you work in marketing and make sixty five grand a year, you have to pay a woman to watch your kid for forty five grand a year. Is twenty grand worth it for you to go to work? Probably not. Pre tax? Probably not. So there there is a place. There are a lot of women who who don't know what to do because to go back to work. The net income is, is not, well, I think doesn't also move the too, needle. Let me be really crass, but I think having a kid is a financial move. You Don't have a kid if you're not ready for it? Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's easy to say, but I don't know. It's a different thing. Maybe I just think really differently, but that's, listen, that, that's a money pit. It, it's a it's you should a, be responsible for your consequences it's a cesspool it, you it just, just gotta like <laughs> you gotta know i don't have any kids obviously but everyone's told me it's like you gotta fucking know i don't think there's a single person that's had a kid that i've spoken to that's like bro it's so easy yeah it's not yeah. it's yeah. inexpensive yeah. it's a low maintenance i sleep it's yeah. great nobody fucking says that everyone's like bro it's a huge waste of fucking money right i can't sleep ever right. i'm disgruntled beyond belief my quality of life sucks. always sick but I'm investing in my future, my family's future, and in my kid, yeah. right? That's the general sentiment. It's worth it. You know yeah, that. Right, yeah. Don't be pumping out kids and then being like, oh, it's fucking hard to shit. I'm on kid number nine, and I didn't... There's a lot of time and money that I need for these kids. Like, I think you should understand the ramifications of your actions, right? And understand that you're responsible for this offspring that you're bringing into the world, and have an understanding of the resources necessary. 
look, of course, on it, on a, on the most basal level, there's always an argument for it's not ideal and things should always be perfect. And never the right time to have a kid. Everyone says that. Right? Everyone says, right. So while I agree with you on a, on a, on a logical basis, the fact is, is sometimes people have kids and of course it was never the right time or they were unsure. And, and they're down on their luck. Fine. There should be a help. Maybe they're not hand. down on their luck. But my, also my issue with it is that government uh, subsidies and aid and things like that, I'm for it because it should be the helping hand. It should give you the means to make yourself more marketable, to learn a skill, to go come back into the workforce. It shouldn't be something to allow you to, to, to purely live off of it so that way you can go and vote for the person that's feeding you. I agree That's with ridiculous you. I agree with you're you also entirely. being used in that scenario. I agree with you entirely. Anyway. And that's why you, when you ask me, are you, are you a proponent of UBI? No, because there's no such Bro, thing. Bro, got diagnosed with a UBI the other day. <laughs> AOC. Anyway. I got AOC, UBI. Anyway. They all sound, do they not all sound like diseases and conditions? A- AOC kind of sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. UBI. I got a UBI. Duty threw a UBI the other day in the ED. Is he going to make it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Let, the other thing I wanted to end with, um, I, I just th- I just thought that was such a great line. And the rejection I've experienced has fostered the resilience that's one of my most valued possessions. For sure. The other thing I wanted to say. I don't hustle, I don't think, as much as my, my, uh, my parents did. Wow. That's I don't. pretty deep, yeah. And that's why serious. they, but that's why. They had they, so much of the shit. But that's why with. they hustled so hard. So that yeah. you wouldn't have to. Yeah. I always say crown molding makes bitches. Crown molding makes bitches. Always say that. You walk into a home, you see crown molding and you see their kids. Chances are the fucking bitches. Fucking bitches. No, but what if, what if they're not though? What if their parents I taught them the chances game? are. So chances are. That, that's There's the, always exceptions though. That's right? what you I think want. the vast majority? That's what I want to talk about. That's, a, that's what I want or to Or do you with. think there's also a component of like, this is what we've had. This is what we've worked hard for. You got to do the same and you better kill it even more. So let's talk about that. As someone who... That's how I feel. Is considering having children and, and really in a point in my life where I'm really thinking about right. it on a, on a, on a uh, real basis. Wow. How do you... It's a big question because this is what this article was saying and this is, this is what I want to get into is I don't think you, were, you grew up with crown molding, but I do think that you have an ambition for crown molding. Would you say that's fair? Say that again one more time. I don't think that you grew up... Let me speak about myself. No, you're right. Keep going. This is good. I did not grow up, I can only speak for myself, in crown molding. Yeah. I absolutely would love to have crown molding in my home. And I don't mean that amount freaking actually crown molding. I mean that just oh. euphemistically. No, I, uh, okay. I grew up with no crown molding and got crown molding on the come up. For me personally, literally and figuratively. What do you mean? When I was a kid, yeah, that didn't exist. Crown molding, like, but as I you grew up, didn't have like mow the lawn. Like, right. literally, I went to school, and kids made fun of me because we didn't mow our lawn. My parents worked, and right. oh my god, mow a lawn at like five years old, <laughs> like six years old. <laughs> right. But you know what that really means is that that's what their parents passed judgment on us. Wow! Right. And then as you go, because there's no way a six and seven year old knows like to make fun of somebody right. for not mowing the lawn. Right. Let's be serious. They got it from their So parents. that's an insight to what their parents are wow. like. Wow. Right. Wow. That's so deep. maybe to justify for their iniquities. Right. That's just how they pass. Anyway, 
nevertheless. That's really, that's really deep. Got crown molding on the way up because of my parents' hard work and determination and dedication. So I see that and I appreciate it. Okay. Literally and figuratively. Like, make no mistake, I'm not super wealthy money bags. But realistically speaking, though, too, I understand that you're better than most. Socioeconomically, I'm I'm doing okay for myself. I don't have crown molding. I don't know if I understand. I understand. Actually, right. but I it's like it's whatever you know. It's, do, you, do you have an ambition to be wealthier stable. than what your parents achieved? Well, it depends what you define as wealth. Oh, I just mean let's just talk about monetarily. Dollars. Monetarily, dude. Like, because if we get into the philosophical of what's wealthy, I mean, I I believe that happiness is the only absolutely thing that that's that's king. So I I I don't believe that. Money. And I wouldn't even say happiness. I would say joy. Happiness is I feel transient, right? So be I'm that, happy now. I'm sad. Be that as it but may, but you can be sad and still have joy, right? Like you can still be stressed and just oh man, this sucks, and still at at some basal level have joy. Permanent, right? permanent, deep rooted. Joy, yeah. whatever you want to call it, I yeah. believe that that's all that matters. Sure, so, I agree. So, yeah. yeah. So let's for just sure. talk about money for mm-hmm. a minute. Do you have a desire to be more monetarily wealthy than your parents were able to achieve? Of course, it's of the drive course. to survive. Well, some people, some people just say, "I want to be as rich as my parents," and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I know some, I there are people. Well, my who, parents weren't as rich as their parents, and their parents weren't as rich as their parents as as rich as their parents. Be that as it may, I know a lot of people parents. who grew up in in high upper middle class homes who. Really happy with making six fifty a year, and then I don't think you should complain. Then I'm just if saying, there's not nothing wrong with that. And you're not trying no, 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 to no. eat, and I'm just saying, and and work and better yourself, and grow and learn and help people on the way up, and 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 give back and be a member of some, uh, not necessarily a community, but people that surround you and you take care of them, and you take and they take care of you. There's, a, I think, there's a communal aspect to to growing. Um, whether it be financially or career-wise, professionally, whatever it is, is you got to take care of the flock, and the flock's going to take care of you, kind of aspect. Okay, so let me let me just get into that. Let's let's talk about that. I let me talk about myself. I grew up middle class, sure, very middle class, like yeah, down the middle middle class, truly, like in the middle of the middle class. My parents never ascended past that and still my parents are in that socioeconomic class sure. and they have children who are much younger. My siblings are much younger. So they're still raising a family to a large degree. Um, so I want to be wealthier than that. Yeah. So I did. Right. So why? Because I, I know the struggle that comes with being middle-class not to say that being upper middle-class is, is not a struggle. I just mean financially just sure. on a very empirical level. I know how hard my parents worked to go from zero. Like literally my dad showed up to this country with no education. Yeah. They told him that his degree yeah. meant nothing. Same here. No language. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Balls to the wall. My dad's dude, every day that goes by, this, yeah. this impresses me and makes me respect him more. Started a business in like under two years, had his own business. Dude, I, I have a master's degree. I don't know. I'm yeah. freaking 30 years old, man with 22 out of kid. Didn't speak a word of yeah, English. That's pretty wild. No? That's boss to the wild. Yeah. And runs the same company today, man. And it's not that much bigger. It's like six people work there. Yeah. And my dad has been able to year over year freaking provide for his family with a business. He started yeah. not knowing a word of it. That's boss. To the, that's yeah. awesome. I'm right? never going to do that. Right. So. I might. I know China though takes over. Then I gotta <laughs> gotta learn Chinese, bro. My point is this: I know how hard he worked to get to where yeah. we are. So 
I'm not saying I don't want to work as hard. I'm saying I want to work as hard and achieve more. For sure. And this I is where I'm starting. And I, that's where they came from. So now it's me, my turn to hold the torch. And, and I think that's why he busted his ass so that I could yeah. step on his stepping stone. Does that ever, does that ever, uh, like growing on the come up in terms of, uh, make you like anxious, nervous? Yeah. A lot. It makes me want to not take risk. The mountain of responsibility you have now is understanding that you're going to be the next yeah, generation the for the family. And I'm the firstborn. And yeah, it's pretty wild, isn't it? I have that same yeah. thing. You're like, what the, like, but you never stop to think about it though, because at least I don't, cause the bandwidth, you know, is just eaten up by like, oh, this, oh, this, oh, good run to this, run to this, like a, like a, like a chicken with my head cut off. But how much time do you have to actually reflect where you are in your, your so, life here and now? So I personally, I reflect, I think too much. I, I wish I, I did think more. too much about other shit and not necessarily like reflective wise. And I'm one to be like, whenever they had in like class or whatever, professional meetings, things like this, uh, teaching and whatever, these stupid yeah, yeah, things yeah, you have to yeah. go to or training things. We're going to do a little meditation and look inward <laughs> to see who we are. You have to be more intentional with yourself, guys. But, there Come is on. A lot of, I've but really, though, no bullshit. It's true, man. You need to stop and smell the roses a little bit. You need to be like, okay, wow, this is where I am now here today. Let's pause for a second. Look, man. I, I but I'm not sold on that, like, introspective thinking. Because I'm like, no, you're, that's too much drinking the Kool-Aid of the other side for me. Forget interest. I, but you have to reflect. I think reflecting is... Look, man, I started meditating like eight months ago. It's changed my life. Really? It's changed my life. I mean, I, I would, I was, I wouldn't know who, where I'd be without. What do you mean by meditating? 10 minutes every morning, just turn your brain off, follow your breath, be present in your body. That's it. Really? It doesn't mean you won't have thoughts. It means you focus on just thinking about what's happening right now. Like literally in the second. See, I don't know what that means because my mind is thinking all the time about 20 million things. Listen, focus in the room. I'm going to sit here. Do it for five minutes. I probably have like ADD, bro. I'm going to sit here and be like, microphone, window, window. Okay, there's some shit in here. Somebody just walked by the hallway. Like what's going on? The light's flickering over there. Like I will not be, my mind won't stop. Okay. What you just said is I don't want to lift weights because I don't have biceps. You don't have biceps whoa, 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 because whoa, whoa, you don't bro, lift weights. Bro, bro, bro. I'm, I'm giving you an example that I know would Did you say biceps? I know they're giving you that I know will make you lively. That's what you just said. And with all due respect, that's how I felt. Is that what it is? I don't know. I just, uh, this just I ain't got time for that shit. Again, it's like someone saying, I don't have biceps because I don't have time for that shit. Again, that's cool if you don't want biceps, but if you do. I'm losing it, man. The pipes are shrinking. I don't have time for that shit anymore. I'm just saying, man, it's important. Consistent losses right now. You should do it if it feels right to you, but everyone's different and I don't judge anyone who it's doesn't true. do it. No, everyone's true. different. Some people don't need to. Some people yeah. are better off without it. I mean, I don't I just like to that. think. You know, just Gary V, back. someone asked Gary V, like, do you meditate? He's like, fuck no, bro. I don't Gary. I don't meditate. Like, that's not how I work, man. I, I yeah. do well in the noise, bro. I want the noise. Like, I want the noise. New York City. It's like, not the I noise. turn up the noise, bro. It's not the noise. That's my piece. <laughs> it's not the noise. It's the lack of seeing, I don't know, the big picture. Anyway, that's it's not the point. noise. The noise, I'm swimming in the noise, bro. But never do I, very rarely for me, and I think for many millennials, do we get to look at the big picture of what's going on. It's important. Because we live in where things change so quickly by the day. It's important. So you always are like, oh, what's next? What's next? Exactly. What's next? But never you're like, whoa, what just happened like last week? 
Like yeah. that's kind of what we do, right? That's why this is so important. This is why I think I like what we do. But let, let's, because we're on a time crunch here, but let's fi- let's finish on this point. How do you, as us, right. how do we have children and impose upon them the same hustle and immigrant mentality? Yeah, I don't want my kid to be a bitch. I hate to say it. Well, you definitely don't want crown molding, number one. Number two. You're going to have barbed wire. How do you teach? <laughs> it's really hard to grow up affluent. And again, I don't mean to be crass, but to, if you, if we were to raise our children affluent, which hopefully is what we want to do, which is what we are working so hard to do, it's why you have seven things going on right now so that your kids can grow up wealthy. Sure. That's why you're doing it. Yeah. And you don't even have kids yet. And that's why you're doing it. Think about it. So how do you look at Johnny Jr. and be like, listen, Johnny Jr., I know that the marble was imported from the south of France, but you need to understand, like, that's not how the world works. It's really hard to say that. Like, I know I'm wearing high-end clothing, but not every not everybody gets to wear high-end clothing. Like, it's really hard to, to tell that to someone. I think like your child when you're living it and I don't even have children. I'm just thinking about this top down right now. It's just something I think about. Here's what you do. You have two houses. <laughs> you lock right. them up. Yeah, you lock them up and have them live in the standard house. That's right. Okay. That's right. You live in the fucking castle. That's right. <laughs> no, just Daddy's going away. Daddy's hugging you to bed or going to sleep. That's right. Sent to boarding school. That's the solution for boarding schools. Is it not? Well, yes, but they live in your home. I mean, it's a little different when you're having farm-raised hens and you only eat organic Fuck, yeah, that sounds great. You know what I mean? And you're like, How do we get that in our lives? You know, listen, John Jr., I know we're eating like delicious, scrumptious. Yeah, but the thing is. But a lot of people are eating like McDonald's. It's really hard to say that. It's really hard to to come home with, with, with Whole Foods organic beef and then look at First of all, Whole Foods is meat game is the biggest fucking scam in the meat game i don't i don't buy meat at all food so oh my god i was just i, just I could go on for like two hours is it not that. good meat no no because you understand the meat game so you, yeah, yeah no it's good meat make no mistake about that but it's overpriced the the showmanship and the sale <laughs> to people that well, you got to pay for the margin don't know anything about the meat game they're like i went and got 12 ounce new york sorloin strip <laughs> at whole foods for 35 dollars and you're like how much you fu- yeah, with no yeah, sides yeah. and it's not cooked and brought to you on a plate right like you do not know how to cook that meat respectfully to get the same result you're right. an idiot right. but maybe you do maybe you do no, but even still that's doing. grossly overpriced well that's everything at Whole Foods you don't walk into Whole Foods if, unless you know that's where you I mean that's why I don't walk into Whole Foods I, I do for very no one's like the only supermarket in the area is a Whole Foods and the people can't afford it no if there's a Whole Foods in your area there's yeah, you also you're nine good. other groceries in your yeah. area I promise there's gonna be a lot of Land Rovers and G-Wagons in the, in the parking lot I hate that car the G-Wagon do you like that car I'm not into cars man I can't be I in the car game I just hate it man the car I don't game, know what it is I the love buy cars in to the car yeah. game is too high for me I can't get involved that's why I don't like golf it, forget about the time I don't want to get into a hobby where the cost golf. of entry is like all seven my grand. friends golf and they're like, you should come to golf. No. I'm like, no, I should not. No, there's no, no, you don't understand, bro. I can be on board with the time suck. The four hours you're on a golf course I, I'm, that I can do. I wouldn't love it, but Catch I me at the do. bar for four hours, bro. I'm not going I'm to just golf saying I can understand hours. the serenity for a walk in the woods for four hours of being out into the fairways for four. I, I can get on with that. What is it? Does it feel like you're in nature? It's not nature. Whatever. I'm just saying there are worse things than that. Sure. Whatever. I'd rather do that than 
I don't know, but it's not, I can, I can see that, but the, 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 the equipment, nah, I, I can't do that. I like basketball. I show up with sneakers and, a freaking, and I'm ready to fucking I'm go. Ready, I'm ready to jam out, bro. I'm ready to D you up. And, that's what I like about basketball though. That football is like, you gotta get pads. I gotta get cleats. I gotta right. get someone's baseball, sweaty helmet. I have to find 18 other people. It's just not going to happen. Right. Three on three, pick up ball. There's, there's going to be someone there. Jersey, there's there some right hoops. now. Shoot yeah. some hoop. That's what I like. I yeah. like, I'm not even a basketball guy and I get that. That's, that's, that's cool. what yeah. I'm into. So you want to talk about other recreational activities, low cost of entry and a hell of fun. That's what I'm about. So no man, seven grand plus I got to buy that stupid Lycra polo shirt that that's overpriced. Oh yeah. I got to buy the slacks and the shoes. No. What a charade. Then I need a membership to be with other sad idiots. Then you have to be quiet. Then I got to shut up. Yeah. Then you have to be, I got a lot of shit to say. Fucking quiet. Yeah. No, I'm good. Last I heard when people have a good time, there's noise. I don't know. Right. I mean, I, I personally agree. Right, it's got to be noisy. It's got to be noisy to have a good be time. Noisy, otherwise, why, why, why even? Why even? Yeah, it could be super. That's super suggestive well, we, too. But we I'm can, not. We can go to the there. Met. Well, why do we need to be doing this? Yeah, if there is a noise. Right. Yeah. There we go. All right, that's where we'll end. Anyway, boom. Uh, dude, this turned out to be great. Thanks that was for coming fun, yeah. in. Good, Thanks good for job. coming in. And I, go, now uh, I have four other topics for next week. There you go. Coming and uh, I'm going to go uh, go cry in a corner now because I'm out of bandwidth. Out of bandwidth. I'm getting throttled. Well, thank you for giving us some of your bandwidth. Yeah, if no, you, uh, <laughs> that's like really, I said, man, trying to be more intentional and getting this yeah. fucking thing done. We want to be more empathetic and talk about stuff that we really feel is we can talk about, yeah. right? There's a lot of stuff we don't know shit about, but we know shit about like our lives and maybe that's beneficial to yeah. somebody. I don't know shit about my life. I'm just, I'm, I'm living in somebody else's body. Yeah. I'm just moving. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. It's my first time doing this. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. Thanks for joining us. Catch right, you guys you next guys. week. Special yeah. guest next week. Tune in. Oh, It'll yeah. Be great. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a really deep conversation with someone who I've come to know who's a really, really, really deep thinker. And I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think the more I, I read about him and follow him, Josh he's, he's young. Uh, has I'm, been... I'm very reluctant to take advice from people who are younger than me. I think that if you're 30 with two PhDs. Sure. How much younger is he? If you're 30 and two PhDs or you're 65, the 65 guy is smarter. My opinion. Yeah, there's something for experience. Well, well, how old is this guy? I think he's like 23. Sweet. But you know what, though? You never know. You could be surprised. My little cousin's 10 years old. Some of the shit he says, I'm like, that's hilarious. I didn't even think of it that way. Good job, dude. Yeah, but most of what people say who are younger than us are idiots. Say idiot things. But that's what every generation says. I, I, I just can't dismiss don't everybody. But anyway, I, I don't mean to say that disparagingly. I say I'm looking forward to it. But, I don't know what this guy's but, all about. But, Josh has worked this up, and but, I'm just. I'm, but this I'm, gentleman is. is uh, I'm not even going to look up who this person is, so I can have a great interaction great. with him. Yeah, we'll just talk about. I don't want to. I don't want to be loaded up with anything. Really has a lot of interesting things to say. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, immigrant background. You immigrant said? background great. as well. As well, uh, dual background Jordanian, and his mom's from Michigan. Sweet. Really, bring speakers. Uh, Tune in next week. It'll be next great. week. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right. See you guys. See you guys.